Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on October 21st for the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Patrick Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. You deserve it. You deserve it. If you watch HDTV very often, like Father Jeff does, <laughs> when, uh, when we were in the, the previous rectory, uh, there was a common TV room, and so he'd be watching it, and, uh, and, and I'd kind of join in with him. And uh, it, it's pretty obvious. You don't have to watch too much. Uh, so... You know, it's kind of trendy to, to talk about things you don't really know that much about, so I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> but it's, it's pretty obvious that the show is particularly um, extreme home makeover, uh, but as many of them, actually, uh, follow a pretty kind of set pattern. And if, if you, you haven't noticed, you'll probably notice now, uh, but uh, they, they introduce the family, and, and then there's some, there's some interpersonal dynamics at some point, you're kind of wondering, are they going to stay together after all this? Um, but they're, they're kind of some interpersonal, I want this, no, I want that. And then there's the options and all that kind of stuff. And then inevitably, something happens. Like, it's, you, we're not going to get over it. And then somehow they do. It's a miracle. And then they go on. And at the end of the show, I mean, as is right, they're, they're pretty thankful. I mean, they've received something, they've, they've been given help to, to find their new home, or uh, their home has been remodeled in such a way that it really kind of fits uh, their life. And I'm not saying that they don't deserve it, because we all deserve a place where we can uh, live comfortably with our loved ones and, and be together and, and, and grow and, and be together as a family. But they, they express their gratitude, and then there's that kind of just cover-all line. You deserve it. And it just leaves it at that. Just leaves it at that. It, it, it kind of puts a cap on it. It doesn't really kind of call them to respond in any particular way. It just, you deserve it. And it doesn't take much, scratch the surface just a little bit, and we'll begin to see that there are plenty of other families who don't receive the kind of help that they are uh, providing, the kind of assistance that they are giving. There are plenty of others who are certainly deserving themselves and maybe, perhaps, even more deserving. And so what does this kind of do to our mentality, especially once we've come to the understanding that we've deserved something? I want you to uh, consider a time in your past when you have asked for a raise. I have, and, and in a previous life, in my current life, if you ask for a raise, you get another parish. That's what happens. So, Father Jeff needs to stop asking for raises, is what needs to happen. <laughs> so, but in a former life, um, kind of weighing what I was doing, what I was being paid, and what I wanted to do, there's kind of a, a come to an understanding I deserve more. I want to ask for a raise. And once we've worked up the courage to do that, 
It's not necessarily easy to do. We work up the courage to ask for that raise, and it's pretty difficult at that point for someone else to convince you that you don't deserve it. You've done all of that work to get there, and so you go and you, you ask for your raise. You may or may not get it, but you've come to the conclusion that you deserve it. Right or wrong, you deserve it. If we take a step back from our gospel account, perhaps maybe we can see James and John in that light. They have, perhaps courageously, gone before their boss, Jesus Christ, and asked for a raise. They have looked at the, uh, the organizational chart, if you will, they kind of see what's out there, and even though they put it in a rather demanding way, we want you to do for us what you, we ask you to do, they're essentially asking for a raise. They want to uh, be recognized for their leadership in uh, Christ's mission. So they want to sit at the left and the right of Jesus Christ. They themselves are asking in this gospel, uh, in another gospel, they actually have their mother ask for them. But here, they've worked up the courage to ask for themselves. And really, I don't think we can blame them. I mean, if you look around at the crew that they have assembled, uh, they were one of the first to follow Jesus. They got out of their father's boat and followed Jesus right away, having left him and uh, the rest behind. Uh, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, uh, the sons of thunder, as it were, very energetic leaders, very uh, powerful uh, in that way. Uh, they left their father and they instantly followed Jesus Christ. And there's the de facto leader, Peter, and if we're really serious, well, he's kind of an idiot some of the time. And so why shouldn't they at least be recognized along with him? And then there's Matthew, he's a tax collector, I mean, geez, of course, we deserve more than he does. And then there's that Judas guy. We're not too sure about him yet. It's a little fishy, something about him. And so they look around. They've come to the recognition that they deserve to be uh, held in higher esteem, to, to receive that honor. But they miss the reality of what Christ is doing with the vision of what it is that we deserve. We recall how the Jews, especially at the time, saw that if you were doing well, if you had property and land and health and good things in your life, then you probably, most certainly, were blessed by God, that you were in God's favor. You were clean and you were kind of walking the, the path God wants you to walk. If not, if you were sick or poor or had trouble in your family, then you probably have done something to deserve it, and thus you're not in God's favor. And Christ has come to show us a different way, a different way about calculating what it actually is that we deserve. God, by God's nature, loves perfectly. God can do nothing but love perfectly. He is, God is perfect by God's very nature. So God loves each and every one of God's creation as best and as perfectly as possible. 
including every one of us. All humanity loved perfectly. But in a paradoxical way, an undeserving kind of way, God loves even more perfectly those who are in need of God's love. And so those who are suffering, those who are living a life of sin, I'd say especially those whose life of sin has led them to a life of suffering. God's love for those is even more perfect. That doesn't limit the love that God has for the rest of us. God's love for everyone else is perfect. Can't get any better. But in a paradoxical way, in a way only God can, God goes even further with those who are in need of God's love in a completely undeserving fashion. None of us really deserve God's love, if we're honest. We don't deserve it. It's not something we have earned, not something we have worked on to get. We can't come up with a list of saying these are what my qualifications are. And yet even those who are even less deserving receive more love from God. Just a few days ago on Thursday, the church celebrated the feast of St. Luke the Evangelist. And I love St. Luke. Love St. Luke. St. Matthew, in his gospel, when he gets to the Beatitudes, he kind of, well, rounds the corners off a little. We're used to his Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Luke doesn't give us quite so much comfort room. Blessed are the poor, he says. Blessed are the poor. God's love in that light for those who are suffering, for those who go without, for those who uh, may be less deserving of God's love are actually more deserving in a paradoxical kind of way. The familiarity with those shows on H, well, pause, go back. There is what is known as the prosperity gospel. Now, the prosperity gospel is really pretty simple. It states those who are, you know, in God's favor, they receive God's blessings. It's not difficult to find. Uh, you just scratch the surface a little bit and you can find prosperity gospel in many places. It is so simple, it's ridiculous. It doesn't really kind of fit. It makes me want to pull my hair out, which maybe God was saying, Adam, you're a little too dramatic anyways, so we're going to take care of that. So there you go. But it's really, it misses the point completely. It think, it's, it's this idea that somehow we're deserving of God's love. We're deserving of God's blessing. So, that point done. The familiarity with those shows on HGTV, they can make it kind of boring. It's the routine, it's a set kind of pattern that they follow. And some could easily say, well, Father, we do the same thing kind of here. Gather together, we sing a song, we pray, we sit, we listen, stand, do that thing, receive, go out. 
Pretty much the same thing every time. But the familiarity is shifted with our response. There are plenty of opportunities within the Mass itself to respond, to sing, to pray, to encounter Jesus Christ. But also it's what we do with the gift that we receive. We respond from that. It's what we do with that that we don't deserve. How is it that we respond? I think that's missing from those shows. They receive something, but they're not challenged to give back, really, in any way. They're just told, you deserve it. Sisters and brothers, we don't deserve what we receive here. There's no way that we ever could. But we receive perfectly from Jesus Christ, and we are challenged by that to respond. To respond with a recognition of who we are, perfectly loved children of God, and to go out in the world and to share that which is undeserved by us, undeserved by them, but loved by God perfectly, nonetheless. you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.